0: Greetings and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By. I'm Pam Christian, your host of this weekly podcast, where each week I help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective, so we, as God's children, know how He wants us to respond. You know, God is always talking to His people. He is always calling out to those who have yet to come to faith in Jesus. God is the creator of all that exists, and He has created everything for His pleasure and purpose. God reveals Himself to all humanity in a variety of ways, and He continues to reveal Himself ever and always. God has made it abundantly clear that He wants each and every one of us ever born to be in a right relationship with Him, beginning in this life and extending into all eternity. The world as we know it is not the world God intended for us. It was the free will choice of mankind that allowed evil to enter this world and all of creation for that matter. No, God intended humanity to live in the holy earth he created in perfect and eternal relationship with him. Yet even though the first man Adam and the first woman Eve rejected God in his ways, choosing instead what they thought was their own way, which in reality is the way of evil, God's love and desire for us to be in a right relationship with him did not end. God's love for us who are created in his image intended to be his sons and daughters in holy relationship with him forever, can never end. It is his eternal love for us that motivated him to go through unimaginable sufferings, so we can have a way of escape from all evil that has befallen this world. You may already know this, but it's worthy of reconsidering again and again, so we never lose sight of the truth. God created humanity with the plan and purpose of relating with us, where he would be our father and provider and we would be his children. He wanted us to live in his love and enjoy a holy and pure relationship with him and with one another. And in his wisdom, God created all heavenly angels and all humanity with free will, which is the ability to choose to give our love and allegiance in return or not. God certainly knew creating angels and humanity with free will came with a risk. The risk that they would reject God, that instead of loving God, they would reject Him in preference for their own way. In short, they would love themselves more than God and would want to be Lord or God of their own life. This is precisely what happened in the heart of Lucifer, the highest ranking of all heavenly angels. Even though he was created by God and enjoyed a unique position in heaven, it wasn't enough for him. He wanted to dethrone God So exercising his free will, he rebelled against God along with about one-third of the heavenly hosts. In response, God cast Lucifer and his followers out of heaven for all eternity. Now called Satan, this fallen angel is the personification of all the evil that has or will ever exist. He and his evil followers will continue until their final day of existence, bringing destruction and death To everything that is important to God. And we humans, made in God's image to be in unique relationship with God, are Satan's primary target. I think most people around the world have finally awakened to the truth that we live in a world where both good and evil coexist. However, not everyone has come to a right understanding about good and evil. This is why God is always talking to us in a variety of ways. God wants all people everywhere to come to the knowledge of truth, to be set free from evil. It's God's deepest desire that all people everywhere would turn from, or repent, from our wicked ways and choose to be restored into a right and holy relationship with Him forever. If you are among those who have been searching, wanting to make sense of this evil world and all that's happening in our lives today, I encourage you, keep listening. My guest again today is Dr. Scott Young, who is referred to me by Derek Johnson. You may know Derek is retired military, who has a unique perspective and ability to decipher military communications, and who has taken time to research and read many governmental and legal documents, allowing him to encourage us about the behind-the-scenes efforts that are underway to defeat the cabal and those who want a one-world government. Dr. Scott Young is another who has unique insights based on his personal, extensive study of the Bible and many other world events. Dr. Scott Young's career started with the desire to be a teacher, but, and these are his words, morphed into getting his doctorate in audiology. He also earned a bachelor's degree in English, a minor in deaf education, and a master's degree in audiology. His passion as an educator returned through teaching in churches and conferences on end times apologetics, and the death and resurrection of Jesus from a medical viewpoint. With his interest in World War II and in-time events described in the Bible, he has diligently researched and written fiction and nonfiction, with more than 17 books now available on his website. Today is Part 2 of my interview with Dr. Scott. If you didn't hear Part 1, I encourage you to listen, and I've provided the direct link in the show notes. I pick up our conversation at the point where we learn that people who want to overturn the United States and other free nations, whom we refer to as the Cabal, have been working behind the scenes for decades upon decades to form a satanic one-world government. Dr. Scott explains the way leaders of nations are recruited is through bribery, blackmail, extortion, and death threats. Let's hear from Dr. Scott and consider how God, in his infinite wisdom and power, is using this present-day evil to bring about good such as this world has never seen. Yes, the Bible explains it, the prophets have proclaimed it, and it will be more glorious than we can imagine. So here's Dr. Scott helping us to understand our present times.
1: Well, do you know that the Playboy Mansion is just a honeypot? And... Epstein Island is a honeypot to get these idiots inside of them. And there's cameras everywhere so that they get these honeypots going. And so they get them with money and all kinds of different ways to get them so signed up into the satanic order. So they got them inside of it and then they do everything that they want them to do. So whether it's sex. Let me jump in. Are
0: you saying the cabal? is in charge of Epstein and Playboy Mansions and, yep. and organizations like yep. this
1: through the CIA.
0: Okay. And that is to in effect recruit people and blackmail them so that they will do their bidding.
1: Yeah, every time. And then and then if they get really deep, and I don't want to go too deep in this this statement because it's really gross. Um but when they get too deep. They go really deep and they go really satanic. Yeah. And so it it gets so ugly and we're going to have to find out about this. We're going to have to listen to the hard truths Mm -hmm. and the world is going to have to listen to those hard truths. And that's what comes up Um, you know, that we're all going to have to hear and we're going to get unified underneath this. It's Mm going to really make everyone very, very angry in this way. Mm -hmm. But, but this is, this is some of the gross truths that that's been happening and it's going to unify the whole world under a banner of the, it's it's not just the gross things that they've been doing, like the election fraud and everything else. It's it's child trafficking. It's the treason points of election fraud, the COVID stuff, all the gross things that they've been doing. There's so much evidence upon them. But the, the really simple point, mm-hmm. the so simple point I, I want to share with you, I'm going to deviate for just a minute. Because the the really simple way to fix this whole thing is to fix it by money. Because I, I really didn't talk about this with you, but the way to fix crime is to fix it by money. We have never really taken out the criminals. And criminals operate by by pure cash, physical cash. One of the things that's going to happen when Nasaric flips over is it's not about the digital cash. Mm-hmm. They have tranches of cash sitting everywhere, okay? So, and I'm not talking about the big George Soros idiots, okay? We're talking about the the drug lords and everything else. And what's going to happen is that they're going to have to turn in their cash. But Donald Trump set up an executive order, 13818, that was done in... um. In November of 2017, and this is how long ago that it was. And it says that if you have crimes against humanity, you can't borrow, you cannot trade off, you cannot do anything with that money. We will take it all, in essence. And what it is, is a level of bankruptcy. And this is why they have been so absolutely outside of their mind, trying to impeach him in every way, shape, and form. Mm -hmm. It's because Mm -hmm. all of them hate his guts. It's because they knew they're taking every dollar from them. That's why Nancy Pelosi hates him because she is a trillionaire. You don't understand. She's not just a millionaire. She's a trillionaire. These people have way more money than you imagine. And so all of their money is being drained from them. All of these idiots have been selling their companies out left and right, and they've been forced to, and you don't even know it. And so what's happening is they've been forced to sell off their companies. And when Nasara flips over into a new currency, a gold-backed currency, it's not going to affect you and I. We're just going to walk in there with, let's say you have $1,000 in your back pocket i'm making Mm -hmm. up some number you know you 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 had it in your uh, you know under in a tin can and in your backyard for whatever reason you walk back into the bank and you walk in there and then he'll get the new currency it's called us note okay it's gold backed and they won't care they'll just go here you go frank and but but the 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 drug lord they'll take it right from him Because they'll ask him a question, because he'll have millions of dollars. Then they'll ask him a question How did you have millions of dollars? And they go, "Uh, mm, uh," and they won't have an answer. And, And they'll wipe these guys out. And by the way, only about three weeks ago, Trump talked about this. He said, and it's related a little bit to the border wars that we're dealing with right now. He said, We know where all of you guys are. That's why they're actually giving them cell phones. That's why they're moving. That's why they're moving them around. They we know where they are. When this thing happens, the military is going to go in there and take them fully out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're going to just be wiped out. Every dollar.
0: All right now, and this brings me to something that I've heard a lot about, and the Bible talks about the redistribution of wealth. From the evil, yep. from the wicked, yep. to God's people. So this brings me to my next question, because everything you've had to say sounds like the military has got this, but I know that God is behind every bit of it. So I want to ask you, Scott, how does the Bible support everything you've already explained?
1: So let me pull up my Bible, uh, my Bible app here on this. As I was doing it, as you're speaking. There are some gorgeous verses that really have never actually been fulfilled yet. Let's bring them up. Um, Psalms thirty-seven twenty-one: 21. Uh, the wicked man borrows but does not repay, but the righteous one is gracious and is giving. Like what? The wicked man borrows but doesn't repay? Wh- when has that ever occurred in, in the world? Well, first off, that's already occurred many, many times. Is the righteous man, gracious, and his giving. So that I believe is actually going to happen in the very, very near future here. So we also have uh Proverbs 28. Oh, this one's a great one. Proverbs 28, 8. Whoever increases his wealth through excessive interest collects it for one who is kind to the poor. Guys, think about that for a second. For Whoever increases his wealth through excessive interest collects it for one who is kind to the poor. That verse has never occurred in the history of the world. I promise you that will never happen during the tribulation Mm -hmm. because everything's going to get ripped away from the people. That doesn't happen in the millennial reign because that wouldn't make any sense because you don't have uh, wicked people in the millennial reign in the same way. This is a pre-tribulational verse. And it's never happened before, because we have wicked people right now. This has to occur as as a verse. And I actually caught this verse in July 5th of 2020. We're going to see it happen before our eyes. Here's in James 5, 7. Therefore, brothers, be patient with the Lord until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for his precious fruit of the earth and is patient with it before he receives the early and late rains. There just are so many verses that are are related to what we're dealing with here. The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. These verses are all over Scripture and, and they haven't been fulfilled. And if all scriptures God breathed a proof or teaching or a they have to come true. And if they have to come true, they, they have to come to some time frame.
0: Okay, let's talk about time frame. Because a lot of people are saying, oh my goodness, the sky is falling. This is the end of the world. The vaccination is the mark of the beast and so on and so forth. And they are just preparing to exit. They just want to be rescued from this wicked reality that we're living in. What would you say to that?
1: I mean, you know, listen, I'm an end-time, you know, person. I mean, I, I've I've studied end-time stuff and I have a whole series called The Hope in the Last Days. And so I teach it all the time. If you're an eschatology nut like I am, you have to like ask yourself the question, like when you come to 2020, if you're like I am, you should have asked the question, Well, wait a second, are we in the end times? Now, 80% of my compadres mm-hmm. would look at this circumstance and say, yep, we're in the end times. And, and I have people look at me like I'm crazy because they, sh- they think I should agree with them. And they want to say we're in like, for instance, the second seal or the fourth seal. What's the fourth seal? Well, the fourth seal is the pale horse. It's the horse of sorrow. It's death and Hades that falls with them. This is the one about um, there's going to be sickness and death. So this would be like uh, the plague. And so people will say, well, we're in the plague time frame. So we've got plagues going on around us, that we got COVID kind of stuff. And some people will say we're in, you know, we have the second seal, which is World War III. And some people feel that we're in that. And I'm going, wait a second. And let me give you another one. David Koresh in 1992 believed that we're in the sixth trumpet. And I'm going, okay, but if we're in the sixth trumpet, where's the fifth trumpet? Or where's the third trumpet? Where's the fourth trumpet? I and mean, people can never answer that. But here's my other point. If we're in the second seal, when did the first seal happen? Even better, if you think that the vaccine is the mark, which it's a type of mark, I totally Totally agree with you on that point, which is called the mark of the beast, which is Revelation 13 18. If anyone has wisdom, let him calculate the number of the beast. His number is a number of man. His number is 666. Well, I always kind of say, but have you read Revelation 13 1? And we have the opening of this man who is a man of sin and he comes out as the, the first beast and he comes out of the sea. And then we have the second beast who comes out of uh, the sand of the sea. You know, So we have the sea and then the sand of the sea, which means that he comes out of uh, obscurity. And then we have the image of the beast. Then we get to the mark of the beast. So there is a biblical order that comes out in Revelation 13. And that's gorgeous, but we always have to go by the biblical order. Well, the mark of the beast is related to the beast. So we don't get the the mark until we get the playbook of of the person who brings it out but so satan's been trying to hijack like we talked about at the very beginning of this satan's been trying to hijack it and we want him to be out there and creating this this little thing out there because we've always thought the mark of the beast could be out there first and the answer is no he's not allowed to do that we have to go with what the biblical order is. The biblical order, nine, Daniel 9, 27, stipulates this, that the Antichrist is the one that starts the tribulation. Revelation chapter 6, verse 2, Jesus introduces the Antichrist. When Jesus, who is worthy to open the seal... Jesus is the only one who is worthy to open the seal. Jesus is the only one doing it. So the Christ introduces the Antichrist. It is the one key element that I had to come to this real, in essence, come to Jesus moment and say, wait a second, only Jesus gets to open the seals. And only Jesus gets that wonderful opportunity because he is the lamb on the throne and he has that capability. And because only he has the capability, no one in heaven, no one on earth and no one in hell, meaning the devil doesn't have that capability. And we have always elevated his role and we've always elevated man.
0: What you're saying is we've always elevated the role of the devil and we've always elevated man. Is that correct?
1: Right. And we've given them the ability to say, well, he could introduce the Antichrist, or it could be like the spirit of the Antichrist in in second, uh Thessalonians 2, 2 through 12. And I'm like, no, it's, it's a man of lawlessness. It is absolutely going to be a man, but that dude cannot come until Jesus introduces
0: him. And there's so much reassurance in that, because it is evidence yet again that God is in control of all things. God works with his people. We have our free will that we won't change God's plan. God will adjust his plan around our will. Is that fair to say?
1: Right. But but here's the thing. He will, he will work within uh, our free will, but he's already seen every free will thing that's ever going to happen. But he's never going to hijack my free will. But like my wife could walk into a, make up something, a Honda dealership, and she could pick out the exact right car because she already knows exactly what kind of car I would want. She could pick up, but is she picking it out or is she already know exactly what I want? Because she knows me that well. That's how cool God is. He already knows you exactly what you already want anyway. So if you'll just trust him, he'll figure it out. And if you, and you just have to trust with him, he's already seen everything that's ever going to happen. Mm -hmm. So if you're just right along the way, he'll be able to do this thing. But the reality is he's already done it all.
0: Absolutely. Let me try to make sense of our current days and the days of the tribulation. I have said to my audience that I believe we are not in the last of the last days, Right. that i believe we are in a time that is a, a precursor or a foreshadow of the last days to help put the fear of god in people that god is real and satan is real good and evil exist and for them to make a choice whom they will serve that we are in this time that is a foreshadow of the tribulation are we in agreement so far
1: yeah i think i think we are and 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 i want to share something with you um I think we're really struggling as the church understanding who we are in Christ. We are the bride.
0: Yeah, we are the bride. And let's let's try to package this up real succinctly. We're living in a time that is a foreshadow of the tribulation, of the end times, to wake people up. God wants to wake people up. In fact, Julie Green, a very well-respected prophet, has talked about I love her. She talks about the greatest exodus ever done is going to occur in our lifetime. And so that means we will be redeemed from the evil Pharaoh, which would be the cabal. We will see the wealth distribution. We will see God's people who don't murmur and complain in the desert. We will see God's people taken to the promised land. And we will see great things occur on earth where God will get all the glory and his people will benefit. But the tribulation is still to come.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny is that Julie put that thing out there. I put a video about that about a year before she ever said it. And I had no idea. I mean, I didn't even know who she was. And she doesn't know who I am either. I had had that exact vision. And so many people are trying to put us, you know, because we feel like we're in a tribulation. But I think we're in an exodus timeframe. Because what most people don't want to spend any time on is that those people in that time frame of of the exodus their clothes never wore out through that whole time frame they also walked out with massive wealth the people didn't just like say get out of here and give them a couple pieces of bread they got walked out with massive gold and silver with a whole bunch of everything So they walked out with just a huge amount of wealth that no one in those timeframes ever figure out. So they took the wealth of the wicked. And and by the way, when Psalms is written, it is not uh, referring back to the Exodus timeframe. This is a foreshadowing of a future timeframe. We're going to have this Exodus event. Well, why would God talk about that? It's because you have to have a Matthew 24 ability. And I think a lot of, I'm talking to a lot of pastors. I'm talking to a lot of teachers like Pamela who are going to need to have the funds and you as the audience, you're going to have a funds to be able to seed into Pamela to seed into a lot of these people, including Julie Green, and to seed into ministries out there so that they can do the work of the gospel and we can spread the gospel throughout the world, and then the end comes. Then we have the beginning of the tribulation. It, and people go, but but I think we're in the tribulation. And I go, where's the temple? Mm-hmm. If If you can't show me where the temple is, we're not in the tribulation. All right. The temple has to be built because it's not been built yet. We haven't had a round of uh, of, of sacrifices, and the temple hasn't been decimated. The uh, Daniel 9.27 stuff, none of that stuff has occurred. And if that hasn't occurred, we are not in that tribulation point. If, if we haven't seen Ezekiel 38 and 39 war, we're not in that time frame. Ezekiel 38 and 39 is pre-tribulational. It happens right before the tribulation. We have not seen that fulfilled. None of these things have occurred yet. Guys, hold on to your horses. That stuff I think is is a few years off. The reason we're seeing this uh, this Nasara stuff is the Cabal tried to hijack, tried to create the mark without the beast. So guess what? God just said you tried to create a vaccine that was a type of mark without the beast. So guess what? I'm taking you out. And it's time to bring the wealth of the wicked stored up for the
0: righteous. All right. This has been, I think, a very eye-opening interview with you. A lot of information that people probably haven't considered, that they need to consider. None of us have a corner on truth. Truth is not a once and done. We have to go through a process of discovery. There are a lot of people who have different... And very dogmatic positions about the end times but let's set that aside and let's just talk about the days in which we are living and with that dr scott would you please close us up
1: i just thank you so much lord god i just thank you so much that that we open our eyes to truth but we open our eyes to the word because the word is our theology we set aside our doctrines and we, we open our eyes to the theology, which is the word, the 66 books of the Bible. And we open our eyes because that is the peace that saves us. And we thank you, Lord God, because you are the God of peace. You're not the God of fear. And we just thank you so much for that. In your name we pray.
0: Thank you so much for being my guest today, and I look forward to having you back on the show. I'm sure I'm going to get lots of comments from the listeners, and based, <laughs> based on that, we'll have you back, okay?
1: All right. Sounds great.
0: Before I posted this interview, in effort to learn more and make sure I don't mislead you, I did more research on NASARA, which, by the way, stands for National Economic Security and Recovery Act. There's also the term JASARA, which stands for Global Economic Security and Recovery Act. Before today, the term JASARA troubled me because I believed it was a tool of the globalists, but now I understand differently. Listen again to this part of the interview to hear Dr. Scott explain Nassara is actually underway because of an executive order made by President Trump for the sovereignty of the nations. Then, remember too, Through Derek Johnson, we learned that President Trump met with leaders of most nations to promote NASARA. Dr. Scott explained that the collapse of the United States dollar we are hearing about that seems to be a most frightening effort is actually a carefully calculated means to bankrupt the criminals and the cabal whose crimes against humanity and acts of treason have already determined their downfall. As my previous guest, Derek Johnson, believes, I believe, there have been many arrests and much more of holding people accountable occurring behind the scenes that will very soon be made known to the public. Did you know that the whole concept of Nassara has existed for a very long time, but has been suppressed for just the right time? Did you know that John F. Kennedy and Ronald Reagan were both pro-Nassara? Did you know that Nassara actually calls for the abolishment Of income taxes, the IRS, the Federal Reserve Banks, and calls for promoting general elections different from what we currently have? Through the prophets, God has repeatedly told us not to believe the reports we hear or believe how things appear. Up until recently, I've been concerned about the collapse of the United States dollar, but I think I now see it as a good and necessary thing to apprehend evil people and put an end to their deeds and restore righteous government and economic systems around the world. Dr. Scott shared his view on the end times, much I agree with, but because there are so many scholars with sound reasoning and use of Bible verses in support of their positions, I can't be too dogmatic. Dr. Scott clearly believes events of revelation are to occur in the biblical sequence provided, so he believes the opening of all the seals is yet to be completed. Johnny Inlow, a highly respected prophet and Bible teacher, on the other hand, has been sharing his belief that all the seals have already been opened, and the enemy has been completely defeated, and God is simply waiting for us, His children, to step into our rightful roles as kings and priests to enforce what Jesus has already accomplished. You know, God intentionally does not tell many things flat out because he wants us to search his words like looking for buried treasure. This keeps us on the path of discovery, ever moving forward to know truth. God intends for his people and his angels to work together to bring his will to pass. So this requires faith. If God simply told us flat out what is to happen, we'd rest on our laurels and wait for the fulfillment of his prophecies without partnering with him and his ways. I do believe, and I've said many times, that the vaccines and the COVID-19 pandemic have been used by the enemy in an attempt to accelerate God's timeline, and God has said no. The enemy has never been victorious to override God's plans, and he never will be. I believe because of God's loving goodness, He has allowed us to go through all we have to put the fear of truth in us. You might have expected me to say to put the fear of God in us, but it's one and the same. Jesus is God, and He says He is truth. I do believe the last days of the earth will be as explained in the Bible, and in our present days, we have experienced a foretaste of the end times, including a foreshadow of the mark of the beast. But God spins and uses what the enemy does, and we know God's reason of allowing this has been to wake us up to know the end-time events most definitely can and will happen. I mean, think about it. Up until COVID-19, didn't you wonder how the events recorded in Revelation could possibly happen? I mean, how could that many people be persuaded to take the mark of the beast? Well, now we have a far better idea, which gives us reason to believe the truth about God and His Word, both the written word, the Bible, and the living word, Jesus. Aren't we far more convinced today about the existence of evil and how Satan works through people than ever before? Well, that means we should also be even more convinced about the existence of God and how He works through His people. Dr. Scott said we struggle with who we are in Christ. Well, through world events and past and present-day prophets, God is waking us up to know who we are in Christ and that we are indeed living in the times of the greatest exodus and wealth transfer the world has ever known. Those of us who are restored in a right relationship to God the Father through faith in Jesus are ambassadors. We are co-laborers and joint heirs with Jesus. The Bible says the nations are Christ's inheritance And that means they are ours, too. Jesus plainly said all authority of heaven and earth are His, and He has given us His authority and power over all the works of the enemy. Through Julie Green and other prophets, God has said we are living in the time of great shaking and separation to reveal those who are aligned with Jesus and those who are not. Only those who repent of our natural-born sinful ways, our naturally inherited condition of being at enmity with God, only those of us who exercise our free will and choose to place our faith in Jesus as God's promised Redeemer, will be saved and restored unto God the Father. These past three years have been a time where evil has advanced all around the world and it's been exposed for the purposes of one bringing more people to the truth, so they will choose to repent and be restored to God the Father, and number two, to bring evil to account as God administers His judgment and justice. Where are you in all of this? Where will you land in this shaking and separation? We are very close to the end of God's time of grace allowing us to repent. I pray each and every one of you who hears this podcast will choose to be aligned with God and all that is good before it's too late. Why not confess your faith in Christ now? All you need to do is say the words from your heart. You can say something like, Father God, I confess I have been far removed from you and living according to my own desires. I do not want to end up forever separated from you. I confess my rebellion against you now, and I choose to turn from my own ways to be aligned with you and your ways. I thank you for sending Jesus to die in my place, making a way for me to be forever restored to you. I ask for Jesus to be my Savior and Lord, and for your Holy Spirit to indwell me and guide me in my new life in Christ, my new life completely aligned with truth and all that is good. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, I ask you to let me know so I can send you some helpful information to help you in your first steps in your new life, your eternal life in Christ. My email is by at com. And to those of you listening who are already believers in Christ Jesus, you are needed, especially in these days of the billion-soul harvest, which has already begun people need the truth you have. One of the ways you can learn how to share your faith is by taking my online certificate course in apologetics. My aim is to help people learn not only how to use apologetics to share truth with others, but to help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics into their respective ministries so many more Christians know how to share their faith. Learn more using the link in the show notes. And all of my books are written to help people discover and live in life-giving truth. All of my books have won multiple awards competing against traditionally published books. Use the link on my main website to see all the titles and covers, read the endorsements, and more. Then, if you use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H at checkout, you'll receive 20% discount on your entire order. Next week, I want to continue exploring the events beginning in the late 1800s by evildoers intent on enslaving us under the world monetary system. The globalists have actually been progressing with their agenda all while we've been unaware. That is, until these days, when God is determined to wake His people up. It's fascinating to learn about the advancement of evil and how God has and will always be victorious. Amen. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. My email address is by at com. I'd really like to hear from you, to know your takeaways from this and the other previous week's podcasts. I work hard at bringing you credible guests and well-researched information each and every week, so let me hear from you. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do. Would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience then together as partners We will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope, Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs. And the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long prophesied Billion Soul Harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word truth at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now they're not tax deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting, money-saving, America-first goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now, all while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's Zstack supplements. You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American owned and operated because we don't want to support the deep state. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products or services or products and services from any of my affiliates, You get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. All affiliate partners information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more, and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase. But to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is by at com. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media. I can actually cover more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian asking you to remember Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for him.